0: Hello again, Coach J.
1: Let's take a look at the Davis group. All right. Uh, first off, Webb Rockford, who ranked 66th and the season ranked 6th, so pretty big drop there. They finished third in the NTV last season. I think they were the team that hung the closest with us, forced us. Oh, no, it was Knoxville gave us an overtime game. Never mind. I'm misremembering. But, yes, we beat them in the final four, so – they made it to the final four last season. Um, they graduate the 17-5 class and bring in the 59 class. So definitely expecting that big drop. What do you see in particular about this team? Well, looking at the Davis
0: group as a whole, this is uh, a real uh, punch in the face of some big-time coaches as you think about uh, across the DTL leagues, guys who have had major success. And Future Star is definitely one of them. Uh, he was a Final Four participant last year. And uh, he he lost a big-time senior class, but he seems to have the players to keep that success going. Um, Luke Davis was a stud last year who our group is named after. But freshman, now sophomore Colin Martin, looks to be – Just as talented, playing that ever-important point guard position. Uh, And then freshman-wise, he brings in a big-time shot blocker in Max Holloman, um, a guy who the magazines probably look right over because he only scores three points a game. But this guy can rebound, pass, and block shots. And I think those guys pair so well with those outside scorers like Colin Martin So, uh, even though Luke Davis was, you know, one of the top players in the country last year, uh, I think that this team is going to be
1: close to just as strong this year. Yeah, I think they'll take a slight step back, but should still be in, like, that 15 to 20 type of range.
0: It'll be interesting to see if they're returning big men. Brothers and Williams keep starting. Or if Max Holloman is good enough to to slide
1: right into that starting lineup. I just wonder who he'll put at small forward for Davis. Right. Does Brothers
0: slide down there? Uh, Or someone else that is not standing out to me right now that Future Star knows more about? Will he put, put him in that small forward spot? I don't know.
1: I think I'd probably, if I was coach. And with the limited information I have, I would slide brothers up and call him in a power forward or center. But of course coach future star knows more than we do. So <laughs> that seems to be the most natural fit to me as well though.
0: And that seems like a great fit. So if that's the case, I think uh brothers can contribute more offensively out of maybe a more natural small forward position for him. Mm-hmm. And that could be a really good look for this lineup.
1: I, I would guess Martin will probably get up to 21 shots game around and that'll probably jump up more to like the 17 where Martin was last year. So those two should both pick up their score a little bit. Dick.
0: Yeah. Martin, was he freshman? Was, uh, he, he was only second team freshman all league last year, which with his game score of 25.2 is a little surprising. This guy could be, uh, you know, in the running for league player of the year this year if he can handle the uh, the amount of looks that he's going to get from
1: this team. Yeah, last year I uh, noticed that too when we were playing them, scouting them. The depth of the freshman last year was pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. All right, you want to take a look at the next team? Sure. Next we have
1: Inglewood, coached by Coach Nick Vicker who I happen to know personally, and he's been having a rough couple of seasons recruiting. He <laughs> told me last year, I believe his team was plus 33, and they made the NTT, so uh-huh. that was uh-huh. impressive in itself. Wow. Yeah, so last year they finished straight 46. That's 186 this season. They graduate the 130-103 class to bring in the 182-189 class. Yeah, so it doesn't look like that plus
0: 33 uh, improved, but Mick Vickers the kind of coach that uh, can do a lot with a little. So what do you see as you look over his team
1: here? Yeah, I think Watson, who we were recruiting, or, or either we dropped off him or we lost him, I don't remember which one, and Schaefer, I think, are going to, as far as those two can go, it's going to be as far as his team will go. Yeah, he lost Victor Moran,
0: his senior center, who contributed eleven rebounds and fifteen points a game. It doesn't look like a great defender. Oh, oh no, I, uh, I misread. He um, he defends really well, two point nine blocks a game. So that's a huge loss, uh, and they don't really seem to have anybody to replace him. Justin Doe in the freshman class is six nine. But he struggled with fouls last year and does not seem to have a really great rebounding or blocking game. So, uh, what is Salvador, Salvador, uh, Salvatore Nard, the junior power forward? He's going to be leaned on even more in the post. And I, I don't know. This team's, it looks like they're going to struggle for depth and size.
1: And Jordan Reese wasn't bad off the bench either, if you do for 30. So maybe he can slide into a bit more of a role. He won't replace the scoring, but
0: they're going to need him to. So yeah, his, yeah. his numbers do look good. So he'll probably likely be in that starting lineup. Um, And then Justin Doe is the only size they'll have on the bench. It's, you know, it, they'll make it work, but it's going to be tough to keep up with, especially that Rockford team. We just saw, you know, this, I, I would be surprised Uh, if this team is still the second team in this group as we look over the next two.
1: Yeah. It's tough getting on those
0: dry patches of recruiting. I do know Coach McVicker is going for a three-peat today in the Test League, so he's got that to cheer him up, but probably a tough morning as he looked over his class and didn't quite get what he needed to
1: take a big step forward here. Yeah, he's been on a pretty crazy run in there. We got a team in his conference but haven't had the time to recruit really in that league. So I might try to see if I can devote some time in the next couple of weeks to see if I can knock him off. So, yeah, we need someone to bring him down. All right. um, the next team we have is Boise, another Team that is often at the top. Mm -hmm. They're ranked 79th, uh, finished last season ranked 21st, and NTT team, of course, finished 70 NTT. They graduate the 56 63 class and bring in the 66 95 class. Scroll and find them.
0: They graduate their, their shooting guard and leading scorer, but they bring back their other four starters. Uh, and three of their bench players. Uh, their freshman class seems to be pretty strong and just what they need. They've got uh, a strong score in Cooper McDonald coming in, so uh, they look to be set up pretty well. Sorry, my sister came in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. They look to be set up well to you know at least repeat, uh, repeat the success they had last year, which was 17 wins. Uh, you know, they were ranked 57 and finished 41 in the NTT. So somewhere in that, you know, the 40 to 50 window, that probably puts them a little bit ahead of Inglewood in my mind, but not really contending with a strong Rockford team. What do you think? Sure. My
1: team this team actually looks pretty good to me. Um, I think they have some pieces and I think they're bringing in some talent and that they, they could definitely go on a run, be a
0: solid team. Okay. Do you like him to keep up with Rockford in this group?
1: Um check their out of conference games. Yeah, so the thing with Rockford, I did this earlier. I put down like all their teams out of conference games. It's took the average. Out of their group. Rockford has an average of eight as their rank for their out of group games. They have to play 14, 1, and 10. And Boise has to play 6, 20, 127, and 74. So for an average of 69. So I think Boise, they'll probably drop the game to six, but Rockford has a couple of really tough games there that could maybe be the difference. I see the Yakima Striders on their schedule.
0: Do you do you think Boise can take the Yakima Striders?
1: I think that. Uh, oh, that's the seventy four. That was us. No, I don't think they'll beat us. Okay. <laughs> I think right. that might be our game to try to win fifty in a row. So, yeah, the boys the boys will be ready for that one. All right, so there you have it.
0: The true test of confidence in the Boise team.
1: Yeah, still, even if they drop that one to us, they could still have a chance against Rockford. Let's take a a look at Clearwater because
0: this is, you know, Coach JD, another one of, in my mind, those legendary coaches across the DTL leagues. He's coming into this group as the fourth seed. But before I make any predictions here, I've got to check out his roster and see if this is a team that's going to get bumped ahead of Boise and Inglewood and challenge Rockford or, you know, truly be a fourth seed in this group.
1: This is a team that's been really dominant for a long time and then went on a little rough patch and went to the DTT for two straight years, which is pretty shocking for us. coach of this level but last year they made it back to the ptt and then they brought in a decent class it seems like maybe they're on the upswing and they graduated a class ranked
0: in the 200s that was probably dragging them down for a while so there's at least the potential that this team has taken a strong step forward let me take a look at the players now
1: yeah um So they grad didn't graduate any starters, which you'd expect with a 215-213 class. And they bring in a couple of really solid players. There's one that stands out to me is Ethan Gifford. Uh good shooting really good shooting splits. Doesn't play a lot of defense, but he can pass, he can shoot. So 6 6, maybe he'll pop in at shooting guard. Or small forward that moves people around, but I'd have to imagine that they'll make room for him in the starting lineup.
0: What do you think? I, I really like the look of Gifford. A really strong offensive player. And I, I love how he uh kind of uh complements or matches the other two guys in this class. Josiah Cobbs is six eight, Armin McClure is six nine. Neither one of them score just five points a game for each of them. Uh, but they both have solid hands with Cobbs hands potentially being Uh, quite strong. He had 4.7 assists and both of them looked to play a good to great defense in the post. So I love that combination of outside shooting and then inside defense. Um, So I, I'm going to guess that this freshman class makes a really strong impact on a roster that was already bringing back five starters. You know, they, they only won nine games last year made the PTT in a really tough conference uh, or a really tough strength of schedule. So there's there's a, a ways to go for Clearwater to be a strong team again, but it looks like they've got the pieces to make those steps forward.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think they're one top 10 class away from being a championship contender again. Good to see you historical program like this coming back from a couple of down seasons. Yeah.
0: And Preston Davis, uh, he was their small forward last year. He was second team freshman all league and just, he really looks like he could continue developing into an all around star, a leading scorer for them. Um, so I, I, I think I really like the chances that Clearwater they might be my second team in this group at this point, which is a quite a leap over Boise and Inglewood. But I'm I like what I'm seeing here.
1: I think I would put them I can put Rockford in the first tier and then I put Boise and Clearwater in a tier right beneath them. And then and unfortunately I put Inglewood be far below those three.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. I want to make a bolder pick here that you know, that Clearwater can surprise everyone and challenge Rockford, uh, which, you know, surely they have a chance at that, but uh, Rockford looks to be uh, just a bit stronger all around. But I don't know, maybe Preston Davis is is so good that maybe this really is a team that could challenge Rockford. I think, I said
1: earlier, Rockford has that really harsh schedule and Clearwater's schedule, looks much easier. I'll check this time to see what the teams are. Make sure there's no one who is very underranked, like my guys. Um yeah, the the best team they'll be playing is probably Wooster, who has some really solid players, but I think Clearwater, even if they lose to Rockford, I think they would have a pretty good chance of Winning the region, because I would guess Rockford will lose to Mesa. So then it'll come down to point different. So I think Clearwater and Rockford are probably the two most realistic winners. And I think we could even see three teams getting in with the cheese class from this group. I like it. I, I We picked, you know,
0: uh, Chalk in the first two groups we covered with the one seeds, Mesa and Indy winning their groups. Just to have some fun and be crazy, I'm going to get all on the Clearwater bandwagon here and say that they're going to go from winning nine games last year, they're going to win nine games in the peanut this year. Nine games in the peanut. So that's six and no oh in their uh, regular schedule. And then they're going to win three playoff games. Book it.
1: Wow. That's, that's a pretty bold prediction. I'll mean, put them as losing in the finals, right? Because
0: I don't even yes. know where that puts them, but yeah, if that maybe they would get a first round bye, and then probably that would put them in the finals.
1: Yeah, but because last season, yeah, we played four uh, playoff games on our way to winning that, so that would put them in the finals. All right. predictions. I'm sticking with it. Nine wins in the peanut. Hope Coach JD is listening, and he has to back you up now. Yeah. Oh, he'll he'll love trying to. Actually, I, we did go all straight chalk. Clearwater's ranked highest in this group by quite a bit. Oh, so. their preseason rank is that's quite a jump for them. Wow. Yeah, thirty three. Yeah. All right. Unless you have something else to say, I think that's it for group. me.
0: This has been fun. The Davis group, uh, I don't know, in my mind, it's the one to watch uh, because of that Clearwater pick. Uh, But going back to our first group we covered, Mercadante, I'm very intrigued still by Carbondale and Cooperstown, uh, how much improvement we can see from them
1: as middle-ranked teams. Yeah, all three of these groups have a couple interesting teams in them. That's fun. Thanks for this, Coach. Uh, Thanks, Coach V, for – Putting this all together. Yes. Looking forward to seeing how it
0: all plays out. Good luck. All right.
1: Enjoy your day. You too. See ya.